0: Hey guys, welcome to the Chapters of Grace podcast. This is Bryce, and I am joining Gabe and Sean again today. And today we're going to talk to you all about purpose and try to answer the question, what are you building for your family?
1: I'm excited. I think this is going to be
0: great. I think so too. Me too. I'm ready. To, ready. Awesome. Ready to rock and roll.
1: Hey guys, hope you guys have um, been doing good. We, um, If you're wondering what's going on, um, if you're usual listeners of Chapters of Grace, we um, Few episodes ago, we came on, we called it the dad takeover, and um, so we are um, the regular host of Chapters of Grace, husbands. Um, so, yeah, so today we're just going to talk about being husbands and fathers. And, um, yeah, so if you're, again, you're a regular listener and your spouse doesn't listen to it, um, the reason why we wanted to do this is we wanted. Um, You know we're we're all about families, and um, we're huge proponents of of God-driven families, and um, so we just wanted to have options for for everybody. So yeah, yeah. it's
2: officially now all the spouses. Now that Blair's joined the the crew, so yeah, Yeah. it's officially all three spouses. Loving it. It's a good time. Yeah, it's me
1: awesome. So yeah, so we're excited. So um, so Bryce, you want to get us started off with this conversation?
0: Yeah, so, talking about purpose, uh, as I was talking about before the show, you know, I was, every every night my son and I, he's just such a boy, he's almost three years old, and we have to have like a 30 minute, no holds barred, pillow brawl. (laughs) Um, He's getting knocked down, he's taking me out, covering me up with everything in the room. And um, so one of those times, while he was distracted, I was laying on the floor and I looked at Blair and I said, you know, I've been listening to some podcasts about being a man and one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten that was indirect, but just the Lord's kind of been showing me is, you know, when we decided to have a family, it was like our decision. Um, but at the same time, there was something activated where when we decided to have kids, I, my immediate purpose then became to be a father and to not only be like, I'm not just being a father, but now there's an opportunity, like, my my entire purpose in life is driven by that, and I have the responsibility and accountability with the Lord to build something with my family that lasts generations, that spans far beyond my own reach, um, and so I was just kind of explaining that to her, and that's what kind of made me think about this, too, you know, with purpose, and there's so much that we can go into, but... Um, that's really been my mindset is what am I building, you know, for my kids? So, you know, for me, ultimately that right now, anyways, looks like, you know, drawing my kids to Christ. Um, you know, we, every night we pray like God have our children, we give them to you, take them, draw them into you and to know you and love you. Um, and then, You know, building for them. We want them to be, you know, just socially adept. And then also, we want them to be world changers. You know, we want them to go out into the world with a mindset of of victory. You know, just like we've been talking about in church, like we've been given the ministry of reconciliation now as Christians. And so, like, I want my kids to go out into the world with that same mindset. Like, the world isn't happening to me, I'm happening to the world. And whenever we go into something, like, something is going to change because I'm there and I'm causing an effect on the environment around me. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of just where I've been camping out recently.
1: Like a walking invasive plant species. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Legit.
0: And all of you guys that have kids out there know your kids, in some way or another, affect the environment around them because uh, they don't know any better yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's... Um... I was telling somebody today um uh my my youngest he is um he's he has such a unique personality um it reminds me of a lot of myself he's he is definitely my clone um but whenever he comes into a room you know he's there yeah <laughs> like he is just like Loud and boisterous, and he has no inside voice. Yeah. So like the literally all the time, like all right, use your inside voice, use your inside voice, um, because every every time we're you know it could be anywhere in church anywhere he is just you know ah you know, um, but I love that about him, and I know, I know one day he is going to use that for God, like I just every time I look at him I just it literally brings me to tears because I know that. That he is going to use that loud voice of his to either preach or sing or or both one day, um, and uh, I just you know I love it and it's just that that's that's a cool like perspective to look at it you know um, because like like for me I kind of even though like I was like that as a child I kind of feel like through through going through life I kind of let life kind of take some of that away. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of became very, you know, very timid and very just kind of, like, keeping to myself, you know. Um, and that's something I'm really trying to, like, work with God about. I mean, I have for the past few years, and um, I feel like it's definitely, like, in my job. I do a lot of public speaking and a lot of just kind of, like, um, talking to groups of people, and, um, and I feel like God's kind of steadily, like, Bringing me into that confidence and that, whether it's it's a ministry thing I'm speaking about or something. I mean, I I coach kids with soccer, so um, you know, like whether it's it's pouring into them through that way. um, I feel like God took me from being just very timid and very like afraid to speak because I felt Mm -hmm. like. I didn't have anything to say, or I wasn't smart enough, or, you know, I was going to say the wrong thing, um, to giving me the confidence to, to you know, whether it's minister to someone or, you know, tell somebody how to kick a soccer ball. Um, I feel like there there is something there with that. That's something that, you know, you kind of have to ask God to cultivate, and, um, and again, I want to see him, like doing my kids so you know like so that's where like it's my job to like recognize that's what happened with me and pour into him so that you know he doesn't have to go through that time where it pulls back and you know you go inside and you're afraid like um you know where I can kind of like that's that's one interesting thing of like fatherhood that I didn't really like you know, you don't really think about those things whenever it yeah. first happens, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, when they start getting older, you start getting into the, like, intricacies of being a father. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, something you said there just made me think about, like, especially my two kids. Like, my, my personality is represented in both of my kids. My, uh, my oldest is the where I can be—it's very easy for me to be introverted and be quiet and sit back and just listen and, and be very shy— that my oldest has by when I always got in trouble as a kid and gotten and did way more stuff. And, um, that's why I had stitches all over my face before I was probably my oldest daughter's age right now. I think I had all my stitches by that point. Um, but just personalities, but like, but seeing sometimes too for my oldest, um, there was a lot of times like in church growing up, like I was very shy, like to talk about God or talk about things like that. It didn't, and it was just in, and, and I see some of that in her sometimes. And that was a lot of, like, as a command adult and, and growing out of that, that shyness, because it is easy for me to, to, to sit back and be quiet, but also letting her know, like, hey, you can talk about Jesus. You don't have—it's nothing to be embarrassed about, something to be ashamed yeah. about, um, because I do see it sometimes. And sometimes as a dad, you're like, don't do it. Don't be that way. I, I, I did that. I did that. And it's it's hard to get out of that routine uh, or out of that mindset of, i got to be quiet, quiet and shy. but. Yeah. But also, it's a balance too, because you don't want to um, to push them too far to where they're like, then they're like, no, I'm not going to do it now just because you told me to do it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, that that just was something you thought about with um, with him about the personalities and, and kind of watching them grow up and and trying to nurture those things as as a parent to make sure that you're 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 giving that space, but also. Trying to keep that break off that generational thing that you you saw you struggle with, and trying to keep your kids from struggling with the same mm-hmm. thing that you may have struggled with as a kid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a great point. Because um, I've heard it. I've heard it said, and especially not to get too controversial, but our culture kind of goes in the direction of, you know, uh, when you're 18, you apparently don't have the facilities to make a decision about student loans and then be held responsible. <laughs> but when you're you know six seven eight you should be able to make all of these life-changing decisions about your body and your appearance and your um you know all these other things so i think that's i love that you both talked about that and noticing that in your kids because really that's a big that's part of that responsibility and accountability as a father is noticing what is inside of your kids mm-hmm. what God's put there because I don't believe God makes mistakes. We're all fearfully and wonderfully made, and um, so I believe that's part of the calling, you know, as a father, is to see those things and then to draw them out. Yeah. And you know, like both of you talked about, there's some things in and some of your kids that are just like you. Like my son is 100% me as a kid, and then one of our daughters is, and my other daughter's like my wife, like Blair. And um, so then it's easy to really relate, relate to those things and I'm like okay well how I was a kid how did I want to be perceived and all this sort of stuff and how did I want this to be treated yeah. uh, but then also recognizing too and taking the responsibility of like you said Sean like not boxing your kid in uh, to what you dealt with and what how you were and those areas that are not like you mm-hmm. uh, but really uh, just focusing on who they are and and drawing them to the lord in their unique in their uniqueness yeah um because i mean you know yeah it's i don't know how you could look at a at a five or six year old and say all right you've got it you've obviously know you've got to figure it figured out just like find your way and it's like yeah, yeah. yeah it's like man there's there's you know imagine being a, a, a little kid and being kind of just thrown out into the world and expected to figure it out like now there's yeah. There's a big responsibility for, for guidance there and, and godly guidance to lead your kids you know, into, into fruition, yeah. really.
1: And something we were talking about before, um, I wish we would have recorded it because we actually, y'all probably would have enjoyed the pre podcast conversation more than what we have. <laughs> but, um, but, and I think we talked about this last time too, and in, in our small group that we have, um, I do a dad small group for our church it always kind of ends up coming up. But um, uh, being intentional and int- intentionality in what you do. For me, it's what I do as a father, what I do as a husband, um, a friend, a son, a boss, you know. Um, that's, that's really huge. And I feel like it's something that's very important these days that really gets looked over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it kind of goes into all of this. Um, one of the things I'm I'm uh, deaf. I mean undiagnosed ADHD, um, but I have only really recognized that over this last like year of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things that I kind of like leaned on as a as a crutch to like like I was homeschooled and um, nothing against homeschooling. I was just I was homeschooled in a van. On the road. I'm over. Um, yeah. Um my parents were traveling clowns and uh, literally um I love you, mom and dad. Um but um but it was an unorthodox um, you know, uh way to be raised and schooled. So um I've taken a lot of that through my life and really leaned on like, you know, Just you're not smart, you know. Um, and I've let I really let that consume me for a long time. And um I let it kind of just seep into every part of me and and I've realized that like I'm I'm not an idiot, (laughs) you know. Um I'm I'm you know, I definitely wouldn't say I'm a genius, but like God has given me a purpose. He has given me gifts to get me you know towards that purpose and um i've had to to really you know dig in over this past i would say year year and a half um to really to know that and like cultivate that and really pursue um you know pursue wisdom and um just kind of like continually learn you know um and so within that um you know just being um just learning to be intentional about everything that I do in my life, um, because with with ADHD, it's you're just kind of bouncing around to so many different things, um, and multitasking is like my like I cannot multitask. I feel like I can in my mind, like I've always thought like Hey, you're a great multitasker," but like that is like my worst enemy because I'll never get anything done at my house. Like, I'll plan a weekend, like have a free weekend. I'll plan I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I start every bit of it and don't finish it until three years later, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just like, that's just one little facet, but it really goes into, like, I've had to be intentional because I've, I've done the same thing with my kids, with my wife, you know, at work. And I have to to organize myself i have to you know if i say we're gonna go on a date night i have to follow through with it i can't just like have good intentions and hope that it happens um because for me if i don't actually like do something in that moment schedule it get it all done and you know mark it off my to-do list mm-hmm. it's just it's never it's never going to happen even if i i you know, really genuinely in that moment, want to do it. You know, um, and so like what I've really had to do here recently, um, like Bryce, I've always loved um, how you talk about like how intentional you are with your kids and how you do certain things at bedtime. You do this, you do that. Like you, you have to, you have to do that. Whether you have ADHD or you know whatever, it's not just about that. That's kind of like the uh, the kind of the thing that fuels a lot of a lot of my issues and things but like no matter what your situation is with your kids with god with your wife at work at church with your friends with anybody that you're around you you have to be intentional about everything that you do everything that you say um it's it's really paramount to all of this stuff that we're talking about working um because you kind of like one thing that with me I can't just all willy-nilly like I um I have like a million different podcast ideas YouTube channel ideas different stuff on my on my phone and my computer that like that's kind of like a hole that my mind goes into um I love marketing I love creating things um and and I'll sit here for three hours and talk about a new business idea with you But if I'm not intentional about making that happen, it's never gonna happen. That was three hours of wasted time. Uh, Like I was literally, I was looking for a file on my iCloud the other day and found literally ten different podcast ideas that I had like written episodes for, created the theme music for it, everything, but like nothing ever came of it. So that was hours of my life that I could have been talking to somebody about God. I could have been painting my cabinets. I could have been on a date with my wife that just wasted, completely wasted. So I think, um, and, and you guys can weigh in on this, but I think intentionality is a big part of all of this that we're talking about.
2: Yeah, something you said earlier. Maybe think about like just kind of tying in about it about being on autopilot. Sometimes yeah. it's e- easy as a as a husband and as a dad and just in your everyday. I, I'm a person that I, I have routines, and when I get out of my routine, it's easy for me to go on autopilot I don't, on that new on a new routine like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so sometimes being on that autopilot, it, it's easy to just go about doing the mundane things, and and you don't realize sometimes like there's it's been easy for me to to look back and like, wow, I haven't been on a date in a while, or we haven't, or I've not spent time with, with my daughters in a while doing certain things or whatnot. Um, because you are, it's easy to get in that, that simple, like I'm just cruising along, things are going good, yeah. um, things. And, and sometimes you have to look, be intentional about, about making time for your wife and going out on dates and, and, and also looking for opportunities to, to talk to your children about God. Like I had a perfect example this morning um, I know y'all know about my, my roof situation I've been dealing with for, <laughs> gosh, a year almost. And we've been praying about it. And I've um, been talking my oldest. I'm like, we, every night we pray about it because her room is probably one of the worst ones. She had all the, the nasty water spots above her bed. And she said, "Can we? Can, are we ever going to get my room painted? So I'm not hiding I was like, once we get the roof fixed, I promise one day it's going to make it fixed. Um, and we've been praying about it. And so this morning, so finally yesterday, we got it fixed. We got a new roof put on um, but this morning, I just kind of, I was, we were, we were telling our prayers and I was thanking God for, as we know, all the way to school every day. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was like, thank you for, let's get a new roof. And so after we finished praying, it sounded like, hey, let's, this is a good opportunity to talk to her, like saying, hey, sometimes God does, um, God always hears your prayers. Sometimes he doesn't answer right away. We've been praying for this for, for be a month, a year next month. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of that, that being intentional, like, hey. Like I could just let things go, just kind of let the, my mind wander because I also self-diagnosed ADHD too, so <laughs> <laughs> I get that completely. Um, but it's more just kind of the, being that intentional. I kind of felt that prompt. It's more it's like, hey, just talk to her about that. Say, hey, like God hears your prayers. You didn't answer right away. The answer me no right now, but I know there was a reason behind it. We with the I fell out the roofer we ended up getting. It was there was a reason we got them. Then the other the other one didn't work out, um, but. It, it worked on the ends. I think I should be intentional, even looking in those moments to try to lead them to Christ and tell and to to grow their faith. And because that's a good opportunity for her. I mean, there's many times we pray for things, and um, we had to realize like, hey, God answered our prayers. Like this is like just being intentional and pointing those things out. Because in their mind, they may not realize or see like what they've been praying for, may not fully understand what they're praying about, or what they're asking God for. Sometimes it's easy for us to, to for a prayer to get answered. And then not go back and thank them or point out to just show them like, hey, this happened and help grow in their faith. And that's something else to be intentional about.
0: Yeah, there's, between what both of you guys said, and I'm glad you brought up intentionality again, Gabe, um, because that's such a huge part of it. Um, so I've got a few thoughts um, that I'll try to make, not a monologue for the rest of the podcast. But, uh, you know, you guys know I design... Uh, training curriculums for the company that I work for and so it's adult learning and I do it for our sales team so it's adult learning but almost like teaching children at the same time because the attention span is so short Um, but so a few things there to tie back to what you're talking about intentionality you know whenever we're designing curriculum and whenever we're you know addressing issues and stuff we start start with the end of mind which is like you know kind of cliche but it's true it's like okay what do I want my outcome to be you know, so with intentionality, like, what do I want my outcome to be for my family, for my marriage, and then start back from kind of backtrack from there, like, okay, what are the things that we need to put in place to, to make that happen? How are we going to reach this outcome? What are we going to do? What are we going to say? How are we going to act? You know, and I was just, I think when we were even talking about this, this session as well, you know, talking about kids don't, do what you say as much as they do what you do Uh, so you're modeling those behaviors um, for them and that's a huge part of it but also you know like uh, you were talking about Sean uh, like you mentioned you've been praying for your roof for like uh, almost a year and I think you know ladies with your husbands have a little bit of grace because we are designed to put mundane systems in place because there's something inside of us that once we get to that place of figuring out our outcome and then putting a system in place, we know that we're going to reach the end goal and we just stick to those mundane systems until we hit it. Um, so to your point, we got to add some flavor in there with our wives and we can, you know, we can talk more about that. And, in, and, in as we talk about being husbands, um, but you know, in, in building our family and stuff, that's it, there's such a it ties straight into like compound interest you know as you're doing those same things day in and day out that's why like with our nighttime routine you know we read we do the pillow fight we read some books and then we pray so even with as rambunctious as our toddler is being uh, because for some reason little boys when they're extremely tired get super hyperactive <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I have to remind myself like these things, you know, another thing in training, you know, is that we talk about at my company is we don't do training, we do effective training. So everything we do has a purpose and a place and we're measuring the results as well. You know, so it's like, we've decided, we've decided that the pillow fights and the, the reading and the prayer are all vital components to, you know, that bedtime to nurturing our relationship with our, our son. And so, one of the things I have to remember is, no matter what the environment's like in the moment, we're not going to shortchange any of these things. Yeah. We're gonna, you know, it goes back to intentionality. Like we've decided, these things are going to be here, and we're going to do them full on. We're gonna, we're not going to mince, we're not going to shorten any words. If the Lord's talking to us during prayer time, we're gonna mm-hmm. pray what He's praying and leading us to pray, and we're gonna declare stuff over our children with just as much intentionality and fervor as any other time is the first time you know we felt it Um, and it just it just goes back to that that thing of we may not see it right now but especially with kids you know it's a minimum of 18 years process you know before you're unleashing your your kids into the the world Mm -hmm. in their own regard you know they're taking ownership for their own life for their own calling for their own purpose, their own relationship with God, ultimately. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so it's a long process, and you just got to be intentional. Yeah, Yeah. got to be intentional and just stick with that. So, yeah, what you guys both said, great things. Um, But it goes back to just modeling that
2: behavior for them, and not that we were necessarily not modeling the right behavior. It's just some of the things that we expect her to do, we're not necessarily doing ourselves, and so, or, or she's not seeing us do them. Um, so I'm just begging to be intentional again, just getting, like, trying to get sit down and read the word with her, and a time I'm like, hey, I wanted to read your Bible, but I'm like, we're not taking that time to be intentional to sit down with her and model that, and say, okay, hey, we're gonna take time right now. Let's read our read our Bible together, um, yeah. and we we've done good about that. Again, get, back to the routine thing, I get a routine of it. You get, I get thrown off my routine, and then it's like, okay, it takes me a little bit to get back on the routine again of doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that that was a good point, what you were saying about modeling.
1: Yeah, I, um, I was saying my parents were clowns. Um, my dad was an evangelist, and he, um, he would just travel from church to church and do revivals and different things like that, but it was done with a clown ministry, and so, um, every, every service we did there was a specific part where he would do a um we would play a song he would be um you know do something similar to like a a mime uh you know and kind of like mime out different actions throughout the song um and he would always have me come out also dressed as a smaller version of, of a clown and um we would uh, the song that we would do is um, called "I Want to Be Just Like You" by Phillips Craig and Dean. Um, shout out to uh, early '90s worship. Um, <laughs> hey, they're they they're still putting out music. So, yeah. but um, and it's so funny. We were on our way back from Disney World last year and listening to random stuff, and it got to the point where we were just like, uh, with with you know with with kids in the car for oh, 12, word. we were like, we made some stops, so we we're like 14 hours in back home, so we're just like listening to random, like early 2000s Christian music and so I put on this song because we were listening to their greatest hits I I swear to you guys, I cannot listen to this song without bawling my eyes out <laughs> especially now that I have my own kids yeah. um, but uh, the chorus of it, I'm like it's probably gonna do it while I'm reading it, but um, it's Lord, I want to be just like you because he wants to be just like me. I want to be a holy example for his innocent eyes to see. Help me be a living Bible Lord that my little boy can read because I want to be just like you because he wants to be like me. um see it's happened um, <laughs> but like that just it gets me every time because again, like there's the nostalgia of you know being with my dad every night miming out this song. But then there's the fact that I now have two boys and like it hits me like a ton of bricks because they're looking at everything that I do. I can tell them all day long, like you just said, to, to read their Bible. But if they don't see me getting up every morning and reading my Bible, it's, you know, you're just yelling out into the wind, you know. Um, so we have to be that example for our kids. Like my dad... His thing, he said, every service that he did was that the children are watching, and that's the truth. They're yeah. always watching. Yeah. Um, my oldest, he's just turned four years old. He's got the best memory of anyone I've ever seen. I don't know where he gets it from. Me and my wife both have um, probably the worst memory of anyone you'll ever meet, but um, but like it's it's insane. Like he'll he'll come up one day and be like. You're like, hey, do you remember when we went to this place and did that, and there was this thing and that, and this was like a while ago. Like, he was like two, and okay. and we're like, dude, how do you remember that in like great specific detail? And um, and if he does that for random stuff, like he's gonna see that I'm getting up every morning and reading my Bible. I think um, a lot of this just kind of goes into like um Bryce like you said like making a plan for your family. Um like one of the things that that uh me and my wife are trying to, you know, get in a good place financially so that as our kids get older that, you know, that we are not in uh, cuz i mean candidly we we especially when we first got married we just weren't good with money we got married really young and um, have just never really tried to fix it you know Um, and so that was one of the things that was one of our priorities for, for for right now while our boys are two and four is we're gonna we're gonna get rid of that generational curse and we're going to be good with our finances we're gonna be able to to help our kids take care of our kids and Not have to rely on our kids when we get older, you know, like I I really, um, that was a really big part of like the planning phase of our life. Um, so that's something that we're really trying to do right now is focus in on what where we want our family to be in five years, 10 years, 15 years. Like, um, if you if you don't if you're not intentional about what you're doing, I know we've said that a, a lot, but um, but that's gonna be like the word of the podcast. Um but like if you're not intentional about the plan that you have for your family, yeah. then um which there's many facets to it, but sit down, talk with your wife, say, Hey, we need to figure this mess out right now because, you know, we we don't life is short and you gotta start doing it now. So, yeah, that's kind of like Sean, I think um
2: yeah, something something you said too just made me think about it. Um, but yeah, so just kind of going back to those those generational things is how there may not be necessarily that things necessarily like bad things, but just things that growing up with and trying to to make sure that they're, they end with us. So like things that with finances, me and my wife were the same situation. When we first got married, we were not good with finances, um, but it's something we've had to to learn and, and to try to grow and trust God more with our finances and. Kind of a, a proud dad moment last night. Um, so I'm one of our kids pastors at church, and so and so I was teaching last night, and all of a sudden I, I I look up and my daughter had offering money and didn't tell her to bring offering, didn't mention to her, didn't remind her. She just brought offering on her own, and I'd like to say I like think it's because she we she sees us modeling knowing that giving dark eyes and and prioritizing that and our finances is important, and she's we've seen that and and just kind of was a, just an awesome moment last night. And so I, I talked about it today. I was like, Hey dude, where'd you, where'd you get that?" I like, yeah, I got my piggy bank. I was like, Oh, that, that's awesome. And I was like, do to make a big deal? I don't want to embarrass her cause she guys get embarrassed easily. But, um, for me that was just an, an awesome moment as a dad, like, wow, like doing these things on their own and not having to to tell or remind them and, or force them to do something. It just, was, it was just really.
0: And that's huge. I mean, when you were talking about it earlier too, uh, modeling those behaviors it reminded me you know and i think this is by design you know the way god designed family because uh, as men as men we are called to a high standard as men in general but i think there's something about becoming a husband and a father that really like puts you in the fire uh in a in a unique way that allows you i think there's some grace in there that you're able to more easily see, I think, your faults and failures in a different light. Uh, But if you follow God's design for marriage and family, there's like such a grace for you to really accelerate your growth and an improvement as a man, Mm -hmm. you know, so especially yeah, when you have kids and you're like, okay, like I'm, I'm telling my son like, hey, yeah, daddy's phone's not for games and it's not a toy and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, how much am I using it for games and a toy? How much is he seeing uh, me? You know, but it really like makes me be more intentional, especially when I'm uh, watching the kids. If Blair has to go out and do something uh, you know, then I'm not sitting on my phone and I'm trying to spend as much quality time with them as I can. Like, all right, I've got the time. I've got the audience captivated. What are we going to do with this now? And, you know, I look forward to, as we talk more about this, just talk about being men in general. Something, I, a term I've been throwing around in our family, or in our household that I've been hearing more recently is high value man. You know, what is a high value man and, and what does that look like being a high value husband and a high value father? Am I modeling, you know, how to be that for my son? But then am I also modeling that on the other side for my daughters? Like, this is what a man of God looks like. You know, and this is what you should be looking for and recognizing as a man of God. Uh, you know, in, in your future relationships as well. Yeah. Uh, so on both sides, and I mean, it's it's been it's very humbling. It's very empowering because I feel you know, there's like we talked about last time. As a man, there's a grace to handle and carry the things that men have to carry. Yeah. Um, and in today's society, as 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 ever, it's it's a lot. Um, now it's probably more on the emotional side and, and and things like that versus the physical side. There's hard jobs, but not every man anymore is like a farmer out in the dust bowl yeah. trying to create <laughs> something out of nothing. You know, toiling in the earth. Uh, there's a lot more on the mental and the mental game and the and the emotional game and stuff. But uh, there's just still a lot of hard things that men are designed to carry, and so that's uh, you know it's it's difficult at times, but there's a grace for it, yeah. and we're created for that. So that's that's what's empowering there
1: yeah that's awesome well guys i think i think that's you know we we're we're gonna be doing these these kind of different episodes with us a little more frequently than um before the last time we tried it uh, you know honestly we were just kind of trying to it was the first time we'd done it and we were trying to do something a little different, but um we've had a lot of a good reception from it and um we're gonna be here a lot more frequently now. Um now we all know that, that you guys would rather hear our wives. But um, you know, we like I said, we're we're um our focus at Chapters of Grace is to um build families and, and really focus in on all of that. So Um, we've got a lot of really good content coming your way here soon, a lot of really good interviews, and, um, and just these open, candid conversations, um, you know, life is messy, life is, is hard sometimes, and, um, and we're, you know, we're all in this together, we're all, um, you know, we're all in the same boat, so, um, we're we're gonna dive into some you know fun topics, but some serious topics as well. Um, and uh, I'm I'm just excited about what this year is gonna bring. Um, like I said, this is this is our first one for this year, but we have a lot of cool stuff planned. And um, yeah, we thank you guys for for being with us, guys. Do y'all have anything else before we dip out? No,
0: I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah. I feel yeah. the the urgency, but all I feel the grace there for just a, a good 2023, a lot of yeah. growth and uh yeah. promise there. So yeah. excited.
1: Definitely. And if you um I might put this at the beginning of the episode, um if you want to if you're listening to this in the morning and you're drinking coffee during it, um if you want to play a fun game and take a sip of coffee every time we say the word intentional. Yeah. Go right ahead so that by the end of the podcast you can walk outside and build a porch. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean you yeah. know, yeah, that that's that's the goal yeah, for this. Really <laughs> um definitely, definitely. But no, thank you guys for listening and um yeah, y'all go out there, have a great day and we will see you next time.